Hey everybody, welcome to Disrupt Davao Podcast. My name is Regina Evangelista and this is Season 2. Yes, you heard it friends. We are in our second season and what a great way to start the year, right? Happy New Year everybody. Welcome back. In this second season, we will be featuring more Davaoenos and Davaoenas, disruptors, innovators, and entrepreneurs, and I cannot wait for you to meet them. To start off the season, we have one disruptor and a successful entrepreneur at that who brought bakolod chicken in a sal in Davao. He is a businessman for 50 years, insurance man for 34 years, he is a pastor, he is a veteran toastmaster that I look up to, owner of BC Chicken House. My friends, please help me welcome Sir Bernard Gergen. Hi, Sir Bernie. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Regina. And Happy New Year to all those who are listening tonight. And uh, magandang gabi po sa inyo lahat. All right, Sir Bernie. So I want to get... I want to get to know you and all the other listeners, especially those that are not in Davao. And they want to know, how did you start Busy Chicken? Um, when did it start and how did it came about? Is it really Busy Chicken? Did you really... I know Inasal came from Bacolod, right? With the name itself. Bacolod, yeah. Yes. Can you give us a background about that? Okay. We moved into the vow in 1997. And in 1999, but it was in my heart. Although I am an insurance man mm-hmm. and I have been in the business in insurance for 33 years, but I wanted to do other businesses. I can, you know, I usually can, can juggle four to five, maybe seven things at the same time. So I thought that I could do another business. And I thought of bringing in the famous Bacolod Chicken in Nesal to Davao. So we started way back in 1999 when I found a very good place where we are now, actually. We have been there for the last 21 years now. And I thought that that will do good. So we started it way back in March 3, 1999. So it's 3 <laughs> nice. That's how we started it. Wow. How was Davao's welcome to the Bacolod chicken? How was the, like, bring us back to when you've opened it? Yeah. Before I started it, actually, I asked a few people around, people I know in Davao. And by the way, that was just at the tail end of the Asian economic crisis then, 97, 98. Mm -hmm. So it's coming to 99 and it was just at the tail end. We still had the taste of the Asian economic crisis then. And in this street alone where we are located, Kimpo Boulevard, actually there were four, maybe five restaurants that closed down. And Mm -hmm. to open one, during that time, would be a no-no for any businessman. And especially that we have to bring in a new menu, a bakolod chicken in a sal, which is not sweet. And the Davaoenos are very accustomed to sweet barbecue, you know, the Cebuano or the Pampangueño way of, of uh, taste when yeah. it comes to chicken barbecue. And here we are, we're going to try the market with a new taste to introduce something something and we are a new restaurant that was a dangerous move on my part 
So these 10 people that I asked, all of them said no. <laughs> Please, not now. If you want to do business, maybe towards the end of 1999. So test the water, you know, yeah. because everybody's closing down. But hard-headed maybe as I am, when I want to do something, I will do it. <laughs> so, and that's it. so I just decided to open it up. So wow. when we opened it in March 3, 1999, in fact, I told, I told the family then at the time that don't expect any profit for the next six months because we are starting something new and we don't know really the market yet. Mm -hmm. And that is my ex the expectation that I set for them. But surprise, I was also surprised that Dabo, when you like it so much, that in the first six months, we did really very, very good. In fact, we were, <laughs> I don't like to, to say the figures, <laughs> but we were really doing very well then at the time that I was able to buy even a secondhand Pajero in five months' time. Wow! <laughs> Congratulations. That's how that's how Davawenos really, you know, uh, welcome Bacolod chicken in a sal in Davao. Yeah, and every time we, I've been driving there for I don't know five, six years when we transferred mm -hmm. here in our location. But it's there's always people eating there, and I'm always when the first time we transfer, I'm like I'm curious what that is. And as soon as I tasted it, I, we just keep coming back. It's always a weekend mm -hmm. favorite. It's always a dinner favorite for for our staff here. Also, your pancit bilao. It's always present yes. in our Thank company you. in our company dinners, company lunches. We always go for BC <laughs> chicken. And you mentioned uh, the. Asian um, crisis, and I think we are in another crisis right now. And oh yes, knowing that you have already experienced tons of crisis, and this is a big one, and you also had a very big one in 1999. Let's go back to March 2020 when we just started yes. dealing with the pandemic, and we didn't really know what it was. The government says the same thing, the news says the same thing, and people were all panicking. What were your mm -hmm. thoughts around that, and how did you think of closing the business, or did you think of what what was what was the things going on in your mind as a business owner when the pandemic well, started? Let me put it this way: I'm a believer of the word. Mm -hmm. I'm. I am referring to the word of God. Yeah. So I'm a great believer of that. By the way, I'm a pastor also at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I know that our God loves us. So there are two realities actually in this world. The physical reality and the spiritual reality. Or the spiritual realm and the physical realm. Mm -hmm. Where we are living now is actually the physical but there is another spiritual realm which is actually the source of any physical realm. The physical reality, if we know our Bible very well, came from the spiritual realm. So I would always, you know, base my thoughts and my actions based on the spiritual realm. And the spiritual realm says, that our Lord would protect us in anything. 
No pestilence will come near us. No weapons formed against us will prosper. And so these things, uh, Asian crisis and pandemic, it's not that I don't believe it because it's reality, but there is a better reality, a much stronger reality that could ward off all these things. So even if we are experiencing, because I cannot deny that our business wa was affected. We had to reduce our staff. We had to close down and bear with the curfew. Yeah. And you know, we have to we have to accept only 40% of our capacity. So yeah. all this stuff would stop you from growing. So we live with that. But believing that it won't last long and yeah. believing that there is a supernatural power that would, you know, discard or maybe stop these things and we'll, we'll go beyond it. And true enough, it happened. It happened. Mm. In spite of the pandemic, even if there was a curfew up to seven only, but that, the, latest, the latest one, yeah. uh, when we came back to GCQ, the curfew was brought down to seven o'clock again. But the establishments like us were not stopped. We could open if we want to. And we decided to open until 9 p.m. Even if people are told not to be out in the streets or anymore by 7. But we believe that there will be customers. Mm -hmm. And it happened. It happened. <laughs> we have customers, not as much, but it was good enough to sustain yeah. And for us to serve the double venue, the double venue, even if there are some losses at the side, we would still pursue that. And yes, now we are getting or we are achieving more than maybe 75, 80% of our normal days before the pandemic. Mm. And that is very good enough compared to most establishments. And with other challenges, some of the restaurant owners also had problems with um, logistics and, you know, their supplies and inventory. Was that also a problem uh, for your restaurant? Yes, because we have usually a week or two weeks supply. Mm -hmm. And so at the time, we have excesses. However, we, are, we were able to trim it down and, uh, well, chicken was never a problem when pandemic strike because uh, there were excess yeah. chicken. In fact, it has reached the lowest at the time in, when it comes to pricing. As to the vegetable, we just used the, the delivery, you know, yeah. the, those who are able to deliver it because people became businessmen those who were not, <laughs> those who were not uh, doing business before started to do business by buying it from the market and deliver it to us. So we use their facilities, sort of. Nice. And uh, all this work out very well. 
Yeah. And what were some of the changes you've done in your restaurant? I know you've, you were the first who did the drive-through dine-in and you have a very big sign there. How did you come about with that idea? Well, I personally thought of it because since we cannot actually bring in people to dine with us, there was no restriction as to eating in your own car. Right. So people could buy because we were allowed only to have a drive-through. So we had people passing by from us and started buying from us and they go home. And I said to myself, there are people that don't, don't, don't like to go home. They want to eat where they bought the food, where they mm. bought the food. And it's best to be eaten because it's hot mm-hmm. and fresh. So I thought of uh, buying these small tables that they could put on their laps and then they drive through, you order, then you eat in your car. And there is no restriction whether there are four or five of you eating in your- inside the car. So uh, distancing, social distancing will be in your car. Yeah. Oh. I, I, we will actually try that. I haven't tried that. Um, so one of the things that I, when, when I saw the sign, I'm like, that is so cool. You know, like yeah. props to Sir Bernie. Like I really respected you for for putting that up. And we see a lot of other restaurants closing down, but here you are mm. thinking of innovative and creative ideas for us to be able to yeah. still enjoy chicken in a sal. So great job. I mean, what what are the other changes? Did you do any? Um, I know some restaurants changed their seating arrangements. Some even took out some tables. Are there any other changes? I mean, you have the advantage because you're an outdoor um restaurant so there's exactly since we are not in the we don't have air cons and so i think we are the safest place to go to yeah and we have a very wide area so our 40 percent capacity would really accommodate i think uh, 50 60 people but lately Lately, the local government has again put that restrictions that our restaurants could only accept dine-in up to 45. Mm. So these are another restriction that came up lately. Yeah. But we live with that. We live with that. We can live with that. How do you how do you communicate these very not I'm not trying to say impulsive, but these very fast changing rules. And how do you communicate that to your staff? How do you, sometimes you would bear, you know, you would announce bad news to them or something. How, how did how did your staff, um, your team members um, process those information? Well, in our restaurants, we don't talk about bad news. <laughs> wow. Really, we don't <laughs> talk about bad news. Everything is always good. So mm. if, even this pandemic, uh, we will just say, these are just challenges in our lives that comes through us. And we will just have to live with that. And even their three days or four days working schedules, mm-hmm. because they were used to the six days. And yeah. we said, maybe it's about time that we also taste the, you know, um, maybe ang paghihirap sa buhay. Mm-hmm. Uh, just taste it and see if we can live with that. And since most, if not all of my people are Christians, believers, we just believe, we just, we just tell them that uh, our God will sustain us. 
don't worry about that. No worries at all. Yeah. Because every every week we have Bible studies in our in our restaurant. Mm -hmm. So we invite every staff, even if they are at work, we'll make them stop working, not unless there is a customer. Wow. We let them stop working so that just to hear the word of God. Because for me, that's very important. Mm. Hearing the word of God will give you peace, will give you life, will give you joy. And that's and what happened. You kind of feel that energy too whenever you come in there, whenever we go there and order. We feel that your mm. staff is very happy and customer service is always good there. And I, yes, you know, it's, it's just a testament of how, you know, how, how they are there, their culture in your company. So I really, we really enjoy going there in your restaurants for mm. Bernie. So um, I think the, I think the next question is, I mean, with, for the restaurant owners out there right now that continues to open and I'm now really you know they're now questioning kaya pa ba or sige pataani you know so how yeah. what is your advice to them as someone who has adapted um, quite well impressively um, in, in this pandemic well I would take again a bible verse that is Proverbs 23 7 which says as a man thinketh in his heart so is he. Kung sa Bisaya pa, mong unsa imong huna-huna, mm. mao, mao ikaw kana. <laughs> so if you think that you are going to lose, you are right. You will be a loser. But if you think that you are going to win, you are also right. You will be a winner. Okay. So mm. in this fight, whether that's pandemic, whether that's Asian crisis or you know economic crisis, what is your stand? Are you there to win the game, to win, to go over the challenge, or are you going to be dominated by the circumstances around you? So it's up to you. But if you decide so, then what are your measures? For me, the food industry will always be there because people will be eating at least three times a day. Hmm. So I always believe that people will be looking for food. And especially now that we don't have house help available, they would rather eat outside than eat in their houses. If you cannot be, you know, if you cannot really do it cooking inside yeah. your house. Because actually now, if there are only two or three of you, sometimes it's more expensive to be cooking for the two or three of you rather than eat outside. Yeah, but just be careful, of course, where you are eating, mm. <laughs> because if it is fast food and it is fast foods all the time, you might reach your end also very fast. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah. we at Busy Chicken House, we could offer, we could offer yung sinasabi nila famous line, lutong bahay, and yes. we live up to that, up to now. Yeah, my brother always orders your lao oi all the time. Mm, Every time yes. we go there, we're craving for lao oi or something. But so, ay, Sir Bernie. Very you know? fresh. <laughs> wala talagang katulad niyan kasi walang bitsin yan. Yeah. Walang ibang artificial flavor except asin. Yeah. And Lutong of course, bahay. the vegetables are native. So ito yung hindi ginaspray. Saluyot, you don't spray the saluyot. Yeah. The kalabasa, you don't spray that. So it's all fresh. 
Yeah, yeah. masarap yan. After eating, you know, feels good. You know that you've mm, yeah. eaten good because you feel good after and you don't feel. So it was, it, it's it's really good. I mean, so Bernie, the, I also want to go back and I love that whenever you eat in your restaurant, you have the mango shake. You have the oh. shomai. You have mm. different businesses in your business. Yeah. Is that your idea or do you, do you own those two also? Well, actually, I operate Thirsty. Oh, okay. There's Thirsty Fresh Fruit Juices. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that is not Thirsty. That's Coco Joe. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's my jo- my my daughter's uh, fruit shakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Coco Joe. Johan. My, yeah. my daughter, Johan. The mother Uh-oh. of Jacob. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, kanya yan. Pati ang recipe niya, kanya din yan. Oh. So, medyo masarap ang ano nila. Uh, espresso, kumbaga. I think yes. ang fruits nila, marami silang fruits. Medyo mahal ng konti yan compared even to my thirsty that I am operating. <laughs> <laughs> pero, pero ano yan, basta maganda, masarap yung kanyang formulation. So we have that also because wala kaming dessert eh, except ice cream mm, in the restaurant. Yes. So I let her occupy one small place there where she has this fruit shake, durian, Mango, banana, and uh, guayabano. And buko jo pala. Yeah. Buko, buko shake. Yeah, we always get it. Um, I think the the last one, Sir Bernie, is what are where can they find you? What are your operating hours? Um, yeah, how do okay. they how can they visit BC Chicken? As of now, as of now, actually, we are operating from ten thirty in the morning. Until nine o'clock in the evening. That is our operating hours now. Before yeah. we used to be open at six in the morning till eleven in the evening. But on Fridays and Saturdays we are open until twelve. Mm. But of course we have to cut it short because of the local government requirement. Now we are now into we are only in two places now. We closed our pequeño. Oh, okay. No, oh, we closed our pequeño because the the rent there is high, and we were affected by the sales in that area. Mm-hmm. But we still have our turil, which opens also at ten thirty in the morning till eight o'clock in the evening. Turil, just okay. before Gaisano Mall, when you are going to Digos. And that's Monday to Sunday. Yeah, Monday to Sunday. And we are closed only four times a year. Yeah. Can can they order also over the phone online? Yeah, they can order over the phone. And we are being catered by Panda and two other. I cannot remember the two. The two <laughs> couriers, uh, yeah. Couriers, yes. Okay. But Panda is the most famous, of course. And yeah. they're always with us. Okay. Um, I think that's it for the entire interview. Thank you so much, Sir Bernie, for your insights oh, sure. and My sharing pleasure. your experiences. And I cannot wait for everyone to hear your story. Thank you oh, so thank much, you Sir Bernie. Thank you very much also for uh, inviting me here. And so that uh, I could also be advertised in your, in your program. And thank you also for our listener. Have a good night and uh, God bless you all. We are all blessed. Yes. And don't worry. These challenges of life will come and go, 
but our God will stay faithful for us. God loves you. Good evening. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Disrupt Davao Podcast. If you loved what you heard, the biggest compliment you can give is to share this podcast and the business we feature with a friend. And if you really love what you heard, please go ahead and subscribe to this podcast, rate and review it. That really helps us get the best guests, improve the show, so we're serving you a podcast that you want to hear. Thank you guys again. Bye for now. 